Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Syrupcast, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything mobile and tech-related in Canada. I'm your host, Igor, and today I'm joined by Ian. Good day to everyone. And welcoming back to the podcast, our good friend, Patrick. I made it back. What's up? Not too much. How was California? It was good. It was warm. It was uh, much nicer than the ice storm that we're currently experiencing here. That's for sure. Um, So today, it's all about Apple, Apple, and more Apple. Uh, So if you're not someone who likes Apple products, we're very sorry, but let's get into it with a word from our friend, number six from the six. Hey, this is Corey Joseph, and you listen to the Mobile Syrup Podcast. Hey, and welcome back. Okay, so Patrick, tell us what it was like to visit Cupertino. It was cool. Um, apparently, this is the last event that Apple's holding at their, I guess now we can call it their old school Cupertino campus. They're building mm-hmm. that that spaceship that Igor likes to write about quite yeah. a lot with the um, the awesome looking pictures. I sometimes feel like it's gonna it's gonna take off and just fly away to an Apple mm-hmm. planet. Um, but yeah, I, I've never I've never covered an Apple event on the ground. Um, and from what I was told, this one was a little unusual compared to past Apple events. It was it was open. We were allowed to sort of explore the campus a little bit to a certain extent, mm-hmm. and it was a very it was a very small venue. There's only probably about 200, maybe 300 media there worldwide. Um, the demo area was also really small, mm-hmm. which was interesting because it was it was cramped. It was like a, it was a rush to go get to all the demo devices as it always is. Um, but it was cool. I, I've always wondered what Apple's office looks like, so I finally got the chance to visit it and see what's up. Mm-hmm. What is the uh, experience like? The experience of the actual event itself? Well, you know, like Apple has this aura about it. Yeah. So when you go into their headquarters, what's that like? Okay, so their head, like the, when you when you walk in to the right, there's an Apple store, like an actual flagship of the flagships Apple stores, as you would expect. Um, and I was told by other journalists that were there that this store sold exclusive Apple merchandise, like like clothing and like children's clothing and stuff like that. Um, but that was all gone. So so some of the other people on the press oh, you trip, didn't get a chance to go in. And no no I, no I went to the store, but all yeah. the all the cool branded clothing was gone. You didn't get my baby like a onesie. No I didn't I didn't get uh, I didn't get her the onesie that you like always like an eye poop. <laughs> You're never going back to Cupertino. Unacceptable. <laughs> But um, yeah, so their 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 head office, like they have, um, there's the typical entrance way that you would see with a desk and everything, and it's all mm-hmm. appled out with Apple logos. And then uh, there's like an atrium area with mm-hmm. large trees that aren't Apple trees. I was a little disappointed about that. I thought that would be funny. Um, and then the way the campus works is it's it's building. It's kind of like a university campus, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like there's buildings around a perimeter, and then there's like an an inner courtyard mm-hmm. area. Um, and we were over in the side in one of the sort of like atrium rooms for the, the demo session as, as well as the talk. Um, I mean, and I mean, it was kind of surreal to be sitting like 
five seats in front of Steve Jobs, like the, the not Steve Jobs, uh, Tim Cook. Nice air. Nice air. But, but, but there was a statue of Steve Jobs. Speaking of Steve Jobs, there, there was not a statue, but there was a picture of him in the 80s inside this atrium just holding, um, I think it, it's one of the original Macs. I think it might have been the, the Lisa. I think it's him holding the Lisa, just mm-hmm. like staring down on everyone walking in and out. Um, and then there's another one of him, I think, holding the, the first iPhone there as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I was saying, it was, it was kind of surreal to be like five seats in front of him like in a lot of the pictures that I was taking that I was sending back to you guys you can see his his head in the mm-hmm. bottom left this corner this is Tim Cook's head yeah, He's, yeah. He, uh, Tim Cook's just chilling in the front row of, um, of the, the presentation uh, so the event itself obviously if you've lived under a rock the iPhone SE was announced this is the new 4 inch uh, 5S meets 6S uh, amalgamation that Apple has created uh, the iPad Pro 9.7 inch, uh, and some more bands. So why don't we get started with the bands? Just kidding. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the bands. You like I'm, the band? I'm totally down right for now. the band because the because the band for the new uh, Apple Watch, which actually just got discounted in Canada, which makes it more affordable, which probably is twofold: one, to get more people wearing the device, and also clearing inventory for the next watch. But the band, which Patrick is wearing right now is probably one of the sexiest bands. That's very nice. It's not just because it's on your wrist. Oh, that's what I was hoping. Pow! So, but it, it looks... It looks like a gorgeous-looking band. It's woven nylon, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, it's, it's nylon. I think it's 69 Canadian right now. It's very comfortable. I was surprised. Like, when they first revealed them, I wasn't that into it. But when I actually put it on, mm-hmm. that's when it sort of made the difference for me. Um, I mean, I always prefer the sport bands on the Apple Watch because I don't like heavy bands like the Metal Link one. That's mm-hmm. weighs so much. Yeah. Um, and the the Milanese Loop I've tried a few times and it's also pretty heavy. So the sport band's light, but this is even lighter than the sport band, mm-hmm. and it's also super comfortable. Like it doesn't grab the, the hair in your arm, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know how it's going to do in the summer with sweat. But mm-hmm. for right now, it's well it's in Canada. Nice. You know, any metal band is a no no. I feel just because of the winter. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but we've already spent altogether too much time talking about bands. So let's talk about the iPhone SE. But hold on. Like before we get to the iPhone SE. Yes. Special edition. But the design of it, of this band, and people can go take a look at the Apple Store, even online. The design of the clasp is really nice as well. Yeah, the um, I guess it's stainless steel. That, it's beautiful. Yeah. And and the, during the, the hands-on, the hands-on with the, uh, with the bands, the Apple rep... Um, explained that you know you know how there's like a little loop that holds the yeah. the extra space and that that lines up with the lines on the actual band itself and that they put significant effort into making sure that that happens in the well, manufacturing much, process. How much manpower time was put into that? Probably a lot because it's Apple, right? It's I can details. see Johnny Ive just sitting there. We have to do this. Redo we have it. to do this <laughs> over and over again. Um, so I okay, can already see the comments. There we go. Uh, just <laughs> harping on me for not moving this along, but hey. <laughs> Whatever pleases the boss man. Um, so the iPhone SE obviously announced. Um, a lot of people were disappointed that it didn't, I guess, take the design of the iPhone 6 um, and just kind of parlay it into a smaller form. Um, for reasons I'll get into, I think I know why they did that. But Patrick, you were there obviously on the ground. You saw it uh, at the hands-on. Uh, you're reviewing it for us right now. 
what is your initial hot take, as it were, on the uh, um, Yeah, I'm, I'm still sort of formulating what I want to say about it, but uh, since there's no embargo, we're, we're free mm-hmm. to say whatever we want, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think it's for me. I prefer larger phones. I wrote about it in the past that I now sort of opt into the concept of phablets. Mm-hmm. Um, four inches, like even just typing on it, like I, I make so many mistakes just mm-hmm. in the small amount of time that I've used it. Um, but I, I think with that said, I think that there's an audience out there for a four inch phone. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always use uh, my girlfriend Tassie as an example. She was like so excited about it for me to come home with it and her to be able to, to see it and use it. She wants a smaller device. And I think there's a lot of people mm-hmm. out there that prefer small phones and there's so few options. Like even in Android, what what could you, you have the 5X, I guess. Even then it's, it's bigger, it's, right? It's bigger than the 6S. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and then you have the Xperia. The, the regular size Z5, and, and even then it's still bigger, right? Yeah, Sony was the only company for the longest time carrying like the small phone yeah. flag for Android. And I, I guess it's kind of disappointing that they recycled the, the design of the, the 5S. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, again, think that there's people out there like you who prefer that design over the 6 and the 6S. I mean, I could not go back to a 5S just because of the size and I've become used, like you, to larger phones. But I think good design is, you know, good design. It's, in some sense, timeless. Um, people still, you know, the Mercedes Gullwing is, like, one of the most iconic cars ever. And, you know, Mercedes has been copying, redoing that design for a long time. Um, so I think, though, more so there was an economic reason for this. And it's, you know, Apple... This is a way for them to kind of boost iPhone sales for the next couple of quarters until the iPhone 7 comes out uh, in whatever way is possible. They didn't have to, like the factories that were already making the 5S case didn't have to be retooled, right? They just kept, they just keep making this case. Um, The workers that were assembling the 5S, they don't need to be given any additional training. They just, you know, continue assembling this phone as they did in the past. Um, So it's a really... I think smart way for them, like the margins on this phone, I think in some sense, maybe even higher than the success, right? Just because um, a lot of it is just very existing tech that they just repackage. The body is slightly different though. Mm-hmm. Like there's little tiny flourishes. Like yeah. with, um, I know the bezel's the same, but there's like, there's a groove around the side of it that Apple made a big deal about during the presentation that kind of mm-hmm. gives it um, a renewed look. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like I said in my hands-on, that's one of the things that I found disappointing about it is is that it feels like an older device, Mm -hmm. even though it has the internals of the 6S. Like it's got the the A9 processor, it's got the awesome Mm -hmm. camera um, from the 6S as well. Uh, But the thing for me that's kind of a deal breaker and disappointing is the fact that the display is only um, 1136 by 640. Yeah, Apple really, they, you know, they started moving kind of smartphone displays to a lot bigger with the original retina display on the iPhone 4, right? But then, you know, I guess they just thought we've hit this threshold where people, it just doesn't make economic yeah. sense to really push the boundaries. Um, and they've just iterated on the retina display pretty poorly, I feel. And I think the audience that this phone is is targeting, hmm. I don't think they're going to care that it's not a retina display. Right. But that's why I keep coming back to the same sort of like talking point is that like i think this phone isn't for me i don't think it's designed with me in mind but there is certainly an audience out there that wants a device like this yeah i mean they said 
30 million people bought the iPhone S and yeah. 2015. That's and a that, ton of people. And that's an old, like, old phone. Um, and before I switched to the um, Nexus 5X and um, the 6S, you know, the two phones I use right now, I was using the 5S and I was really happy with it because I thought, you know, it still worked great. The camera was, you know, it's a three-year-old camera. Um, but it was still a great phone. Um so I think this, for a lot of people, this phone is going to make a lot of sense. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, and I don't, you know, mean, kind of mean to take it in somewhat gendered lines, but, you know, there are a lot of women for whom the 6S or the 6 was maybe too big. Um, so this kind of fits more into their lifestyle. Um, yeah, so it that's doesn't, all, yeah. It doesn't even- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today need to be like i i know that that's probably the case but it yeah. doesn't even need to be like a gender thing like yeah. i'm sure there's dudes out there that for sure prefer s- smaller devices like i yeah. have friends that um i have friends that think that like the 6p is the perfect size and then i have friends that think that that's insane that you would buy a phone that big that can't even really fit in your pocket properly yeah i think the great thing you know what you can say about apple like apple's lineup currently is that there's choice, which you couldn't say but with the one-size-fits-all approach they had before, right? So I think that's the best thing about this announcement is there's quite honestly an iPhone for everyone at this point. Then if you like an iPhone, right? Like it comes down to cost, though, right? That's true, too. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with this phone, it's, most carriers are selling at $99 on a two-year term, which is ridiculously high. For, yeah. You know, well, that's coming from... You can get people us, who yeah. are in the smartphone space. For a regular person, if it's marketed correctly, mm-hmm. the carriers like Videotron in Quebec is selling it for zero dollars on a two-year term for the sixteen gig. Sixty-four is ninety-nine bucks in carriers. You know, like Bell Rogers or Telus are selling at ninety-nine dollars for the sixteen gig, and uh, something crazier like two seventy-nine for the sixty-four. Mm-hmm. The off-contract price is like five seventy-five or something like that. Five seventy-nine, seventy-nine, and that's that's above the. I think we calculated that that's above the exchange mm-hmm. rate. Like it should be like five thirty or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they I, they probably raised it just assuming that the Canadian dollar mm-hmm. is going to continue to go down. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, right? Mm-hmm. And how they market it compared to like the iPhone six or iPhone six S, which is way above this this device in regards to I guess how Apple's marketed from a premium perspective yeah yeah so um, but then it goes back to the design as well right do you because we're we're in the market but do everyday people care about the two designs you know what I mean I, I think from a certain standpoint the iPhone is still the best design phone on the market right like um and, you know, obviously design is a very subjective thing and right. for each person, a different design is going to appeal to them differently. Um, but I don't think there's denying a fact that, you know, Apple, there's still this allure to Apple products that is really hard to 
say there is for any other product minus maybe Samsung at this yeah. point, right? I think when it comes I, to the smartphone. Yeah, right? the the S seven for me still comes to the the closest to to Apple devices in terms mm-hmm. of build quality. Build quality, right? Like obviously there's something to be said like these are slate devices and i think the most important thing is still the software and how easy it is to use that software um but when it comes just to like you know there is a difference when you use an uh hold an apple phone in your hand compared to some of these other android devices it really does feel like a much sturdier device at least in my opinion obviously you know uh, as i said before everyone is going to have a different opinion but um, I think for a lot of people, like this is going to be a very appealing phone. Yep, and the yeah. same with like what you said. There's an iPhone for everyone. And the same with the iPad too, right? With the 9.7. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's an iPad Pro for everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seemingly. I, I'm I'm a little less enthusiastic about the iPad Pro. Um, okay. So far, uh, I mean, when we got the the 12.3 inch one in, I thought it looked ridiculous. It looked like it was from that level and. Super Mario Brothers 2 where everything's bigger, right? Yeah, like yeah. They took an iPad and just made it enormous. Yeah. Um, I think people who like uh, the iPad and, and like Apple's tablets, this this is a great upgrade. Like if you if you own an iPad Air 2, it's kind of getting a little old. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one that you're going to want to pick up. Yeah, this um, is the one that was kind of appealing to me. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. 7 inch, that's like uh, like an amazing great size if you like what i like to do with my ipad is just read and watch netflix yeah (laughs) me too right so this is like holy like that perfect size right like and um unlike their uh smartphones apple has actually done a great job of like making really compelling screens on the ipad right like uh, so it's like, what is the resolution of the iPad Pro? The Pro, the the new one. Yeah. Well, it's um, twenty forty eight by mm-hmm. one five three six. Just mm-hmm. have to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's identical to the to the Air, mm-hmm. the Air too. Yeah. Um, but it has that uh, that thing where it adapts to the ambient color in the room and then changes yeah. the screen. And I didn't think that that would be any good but it's actually really cool i was using it last night and it yeah, like dimmed, night shift yeah well it wasn't night, night shift. shift it was yeah sorry it, go ahead it like dimmed the screen so that um it made more sense in a dark room like mm-hmm. it lowered it to a level like when you're in a dark room you don't need like any backlight right and that's what it did it, I, the way i understood it from what phil schiller said was it was a more advanced like auto brightness feature. Um, and if you've used auto brightness features with almost any phone, you I, I know with the 5X anyway, like it is overly aggressive, right? And it's just, it never kind of hits that sweet spot where the brightness is just right. And from what you just said and what I took away from the keynote was that maybe they finally figured out how to make an auto brightness feature that is actually reasonable. Yeah, it's a little more yeah. than the brightness too, though. Yeah. Like it changes the hue of the screen yeah. slightly as well. And that's on top of yeah. the 9.3 improvements, right? Yeah, which which is pretty awesome. Um, How is Night Shift? Did you use it? I, I tried it out last night, actually. Mm-hmm. I like it. Because um, I, I do a lot of reading at night like before I go to bed. Yeah. And I know you've told me this before, that staring at the, the screen, the, the blue light keeps you awake. And then, mm-hmm. is it yellow light that Night Shift uses? Uh, so it, it what it does is basically it drains the blue light from it. So it. what you get is a, like an orange tinted screen, which at first looks completely weird when you first start using one of these programs like Flux Light Night Shift. Um, but when you try and go back to a blue screen after you've used these one of these programs for any uh, amount of extended time, your eyes will literally hurt. <laughs> so yeah, 
I, I, I'm like a huge fan of them. Though the one thing that I will say that I don't really buy into, it, mm-hmm. and it's what Tim Cook was talking about during the, the press conference, is that they think that this is the device that will convince people that are using older PCs or older yeah. PC laptops to jump to Apple, uh, to jump to iOS and to jump to Apple's ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I don't see that happening. Like the the keyboard's fine. Like it's it's passable. So is the pen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they personally appeal to me for my uses of a tablet because, like we were saying, I, I use it for reading and playing some games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the keyboard feels a little cramped. Like yeah. it's it's smaller than like I'm sitting in front of the the what's this 11 inches 11 inch 2015 MacBook. MacBook. Yeah. Um, and this feels almost too cramped. So mm-hmm. you bring that down to 9.7, and your fingers are like on top of each each other yeah um i think that's somewhere where the full-sized ipad pro had an advantage over this new one um and i i just don't see people who own a pc uh buying this like you know what i mean to replace Um, their hmm. like i I don't know i just don't see certainly not a power user or someone who's already on a surface uh but i think if you're just uh like a very well i mean I don't even know how true that is anymore just with tablet sales declining, right? Yeah. Like, the assumption was when the iPad came out, right, like that at some point tablets would just replace regular computers and that hasn't happened. Uh, we get these like weird, like you know, I can't remember the writer who does it, but he's like a pretty like high tech kind of very knowledgeable tech consumer and he publishes these lists of like how he's been able to just move to the iPad as his main computer and every time I'm like yeah these are great app suggestions but I just cannot imagine a world where I, I don't even, have a, no. an actual computer like, <laughs> right? I, I just I can't fathom doing what we do on a daily basis right. on a with, tablet like uh, it's with an iPad yeah especially yeah. an iPad yeah. I know that maybe people with different purposes mm-hmm. that they use their devices for that might work um, but I, I don't know I just I just don't see that happening Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other there's other cool things about the the Pro too. Like it's got all the same internals for the most part. As minus the, Pro, the RAM, yeah. Minus the RAM, which we found out a bit later. It's only only has two gigs instead of um, four. four. Uh, but it has like the same camera as mm-hmm. the Success. Because I know I always see people taking pictures with their iPad, and I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. But now it makes sense that's... to take pictures with your iPad for a change. So yeah, next time I'll put that on a selfie stick, and it's like golden. The biggest mm-hmm. selfie stick of all ever. time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I, I I'm a little like I, I think it's good for a certain audience people that maybe own own an older iPad. Yeah, that's this is definitely now is the time to upgrade. It makes sense now. Um, but I don't buy into what we were talking about before with the PC replacement. Yeah, stuff. especially in the Canadian context. Like what? So Ian, you did the Canadian pricing carrier pricing for the iPad Pro, uh, and I was just like seven ninety nine for thirty two gigabytes. That is. You could get like a much like a pretty decent computer for that amount of money that has it's a lot of money. Like, just let's not even talk about other stats, but just more storage, <laughs> right? Like, like well, even, they probably want to put everything to the cloud, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's been yeah. Apple. Even comparing what I've experienced with the iPad Pro to what I when I reviewed the Surface Pro Four, I would still yeah. pick the Surface Pro Four every any day, any yeah, day, because week, it yeah. has this, it has uh, Windows Ten which I, a lot of people disagree with me, but I think it's a pretty competent operating system. Yeah. Um, and it, Great keyboard. Yeah, it's a great keyboard, which is a total copy of the MacBook Air keyboard mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and it runs a full-fledged operating system. Mm-hmm. Not to say that iOS isn't, but it, it, 
I always feel limited when I'm using iOS, and that's my main problem so far with the iPad Pro 9.7 inches is that I feel yeah I, I it'd be awesome if I could use it for everything, but I can't because it's iOS. I mean, I will say I I take like an iOS tablet over an Android tablet until for Android sure. N comes out, and then you know I can go back and kind of see whether it makes more sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't wait uh, for you to bring this into the office just so I can see it and see you know for myself. I'm gonna bring it in Monday. All right, we'll be here so, on Monday. Sounds great. Coming up next week, uh, let's talk about that before we go because of course, yes. Um, Igor is going to build to Microsoft Build, which should be really great. Mm-hmm. He's going to do all the all, all the Azure Cloud features. Talk to us about Excel next week, yeah. Igor. Well, I will. Yeah, Perfect. it's going to be an exciting week. It's exciting. exciting. No, I, I think you're going to find some cool stuff there, yeah. though, for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Like I know you might do something related to Microsoft GarageBand stuff. Mm-hmm. Garage, Possi- yeah. Po- yeah. Garage, yeah. Sorry, Garage, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to go maybe hands-on with the Hololens, maybe, possibly. possibly, not confirmed. Yeah. Um, which will be cool. Hopefully, they've solved its problems by now. Hopefully, we'll see. But it'll be exciting week. So mm-hmm. stay, stay tuned for all that stuff. Uh, peace out. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.